how you guys doing? Welcome to this edition of Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Mayhem. Hopefully you guys are doing okay there this morning. It is the weekend upon us. Ah, what a long week. What a long week it's been. Good news, good news. Motorcycle Madhouse uh, Radio is now up. You can go to uh, www.MotorcycleMadhouseRadio.com. Go take a listen. It is an 80s to today rock station, baby. Hard rock, metal, you name it. It's there. Yesterday, uh, we got a lot of good donations, and I wasn't able to see it on the chat room uh, with the uh, software I'm using right now. So uh, I want to say thanks for all those donations. You guys rock and roll. How you guys doing over in the YouTube channel? Woo-hoo! Friday, baby. I'm all happy right now. But anyway, uh, thanks Big D for sticking it out with me last night in that Discord server. We got it set up where you can listen to the radio station in our Discord server. All you have to do is go in the motors or the Madhouse uh, radio uh, voice room, and you can hit it. Uh, we are going to be, or I'm gonna be, or maybe me and China. I don't know. I'm figuring out a schedule for uh, an additional show over on the radio station again i'm learning all the software it's totally different than what it is right here that i'm using uh we're gonna be having some fun on that one man fun on that one <laughs> yeah so hollywood's going old school again man it's like a release if you ask me it's a big release that I'll be able to do what I used to do and entertain you guys at the same time. I know I'm entertaining because, you know, you look at me and it's like, yeah, he's a funny looking guy, ain't he? Uh, so today got uh, a bunch of news as well. We got a bunch of stories coming out about the Hells Angels all over the world, as well as I want to start off the monologue uh, with... You know, motorcycle profiling uh, project. I want to kind of highlight the different organizations that are fighting uh, for your rights. Yesterday, I did an op-ed, and boy, did I receive some feedback on that one. I basically asked, hey, hey, mate, where are you? <laughs> Am I missing something? Why are you going after these freaking... Now, I know they're important issues to motorcyclists, okay? I know they are. But come on, there's more pressing things that you should be doing. Uh, I push people to go over to you guys all the time. Get into the hard issues. Get into the hard issues, I say. Uh... I know that sometimes it ain't politically correct or expedient to take on tough issues, but, but that's what Abate was uh, originally about, was to take on the uh, tough issues. So I'm going to highlight the Motorcycle Profiling Project today and some of the work they've done as well as some of the cases you know wait till you see some of these cases 
uh, MPP just came out with a podcast, a weekly podcast, over on MotorcycleProfilingProject.com. That's where you can get it. There's only a $5 fee each month, okay? Uh, that goes to support the site because, you know, these web uh, hosting fees stink, they really do, man. They charge you and charge you. So that helps uh, cover the cost of the podcast. And it's a beautiful podcast, man. Uh, Double D has people on from all over the biking community, people that's been involved in this kind of stuff. So great, great podcast, man. I'm really enjoying it, and I think you will too because uh, you learn a whole damn lot from the guys that are actually on the front lines. So let's go uh, explore what MPP is all about and some of the cases that they fight. Now, this is MPP's website here. You look at the top, uh, MotorcycleProfilingProject.com. This is where you can subscribe for the podcast. Again, I really encourage you to go over there and do that. Uh, they have the successes, uh, the video, stuff uh, like that, their news, uh, press releases. But here's some cases that they've uh, been involved in or they let the public know what's going on. Information out to the public is very, very important uh, because that gets people involved after they see some of the stuff that happens. And I picked out a couple of stories uh, via older ones, but it gives you the point of what I'm trying to say. San Antonio police say wearing MC colors in public is a crime. Now, this happened uh, July 2nd of 2019, and this article was written by Double D. Uh, he writes some damn good articles, let me tell you, man. Uh, but this is a problem. Actually, it's gotten worse in the last couple years, where police feel emboldened to give clubs hell, <laughs> to say the least. So let's go on and read here for a second. Uh, motorcycle profiling is an epidemic in Texas demanding judicial and legislative relief. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> we hear stories over and over and over again about this down in Texas, and still nothing. Hey, mate. My brother out. We know you got connections in that legislative stuff. Start pressing them to pass something to negate all this profiling. And how about freaking get involved in that gang enhancement list down there? Because it is just plain ridiculous. Ridiculous. Uh, just like I said in my op-ed yesterday, it's not only clubs getting thrown on that list, man, down in Texas. Your own members are getting thrown on that list. Well, what are you talking about, eight members getting thrown on this list? Do you not realize that your members support motorcycle clubs and going to support them at any other functions, their parties, their clubhouse, 
And when them little piggies sitting across the street are taking down license plate numbers, next thing you know, they end up on the list. So, yes, your members are being put on this thing. Common sense, you need to get involved. We need some legislative action down in Texas. I think you have to, you know, the epicenter, you go after where all the problems are, and boom, you launch a frontal attack on them. Now, there was a video when members of a club were cited by officers in San Antonio for disturbing the peace for displaying their club insignia in public, which the officers considered a public display of gang colors. One thing I never understand is how cops can give you damn hell for wearing, uh, say, like a club thing, or even wearing colors of a street gang. What does it freaking matter? You got a First Amendment right to associate with whomever you want to. So what the hell? Uh, the officer's actions are outrageous and blatantly unconstitutional under the first and fourth, and we've covered the fourth, uh, fourth amendment very ex uh, extensively this week, uh, because a lot of people don't know what the fourth amendment is, why it's important, uh, you gotta get educated, people, you really do, now, it's great getting all the questions and stuff, uh, talking about the Fourth Amendment, but you actually have to start learning what it means. All officers in San Antonio and throughout Texas should be immediately cease and uh, desist from any further illegal searches and citations based on the fact that a person is riding a motorcycle or wearing uh, motorcycle club-related insignia. I was looking at the Supreme Court docket uh, last night. There is actually a case where the Supreme Court is going to finally, finally tell everybody what seizure means. Yes, there was a case where a kid was running uh he threw out some uh stuff you know you know allegedly uh you know some drug paraphernalia and they're going towards the fourth amendment route where he shouldn't be charged because he didn't have it on his person and the cops didn't uh, seize him uh until they got him on the ground seize him okay so now they're going to define what seizure means, which I guess is a good thing. Uh, let's see here. Let's go on. And this is two years ago, okay? And it's still going on till this day. That's why Abe 8 down in Texas, get off your butt. Do something. Help out. San Antonio is the only one of the most recent incidences documented and reported across the state, according to the 2010 national or 2018. Again, this is an older article. Uh, national Motorcycle Profile and Survey Executive Summary. 
It is very important if you feel like you got pulled over or you got profiled to go fill out the national survey on MotorcycleProfilingProject.com. You need to let the MPP know about this stuff. It's just like on the interview with the abate member in duquesne he mentioned that he knows of some american legions that are not letting uh club colors in you need to contact mpp and coc and let them know that because they are working on stuff concerning the American Legion right now. And that's one area where we can't even believe that's happening. But anyway, they're not even letting uh, members of motorcycle clubs that are military-based. Yes. Yes. And, uh, you know, uh, by the way, American Legion riders, what the hell is wrong with you in them posts, man? Why ain't you standing up and, uh, you know, raising a mob and telling uh, your officers this is not cool? Come on, man. Get involved in that again. Ain't cool. Uh, anyway, uh, the survey confirms the wide-held belief among motorcyclists in Texas that incidences of profiling have dramatically proliferated since Twin Peaks. Yes, as soon as Twin Peaks uh, happened, which, by the way, uh, personally, yeah, you know what, Texas law enforcement, you are schmucks. It's kind of like you set up the damn thing. You were there all morning. You could have stopped the two groups from getting together. Now, I'm not saying, you know, the groups involved don't have some accountability, but so do you. Now, did you use it kind of like a false flag operation, people would say? Because, damn, man, uh, old Swanson was out there in the news just soaking up. All the publicity, man. Uh, if you ever got time, you should really check out some of the coverage that I've had on Twin Peaks over on HarleyLiberty.com as far as well as episodes of The Madhouse. And go check out Popeye stuff. Uh, Popeye and OG over at Texas Biker Radio, they really killed the coverage down there, man. They really did. Uh, and the Waco Tribune, man, they were uh, breaking a lot of news stories about Abel Reyna and stuff. Uh, so you really need to go check that out and just seeing how bad it really is. Uh, then D uh, has a little graph here uh, talking about uh, motorcycle clubs uh, requiring uh, you to wear identifying uh, logos. Uh, then it goes into a little bit more of the profile and stuff. Now, one of the things I really like about Double D is he covers it from all angles. And again, how you guys doing it in the chat room over on YouTube? I really can't see what you're saying in there right now. Again, that will be rectified using uh, different software and stuff. But D, he really covers everything, man. He is smart. He, you know what? He uses an awesome logical approach to everything. He makes sure he digs into the Constitution. Uh, that's why it's a great organization, man. Uh, you know what? They're out there fighting the big stuff, and MPP 
has been the leader in states passing these anti-profiling laws. I believe he's already got four states under his belt. And you really need to, uh, you know, maybe talk to him or talk to one of your MROs if they get off their butts and try to get these laws passed in your states. You can help out get this cause out there. Now, let's move on. Uh, being stopped and cited for wearing motorcycle club colors under the guise of disturbing the peace would be laughable if it weren't actually happening. Wearing club colors in public has been recognized by federal courts as expressive conduct protected by the First Amendment. Now, you're saying to yourself, well, I ain't in the club. Why do I give a crap about what the hell's going on with them? Or you maybe not, might not even like clubs. You might think they're just, like, disgusting. You might think that. Here's the problem with that thought. Members of Hog... Abate, riding clubs, Christian clubs, armed forces clubs are facing the same stuff that they are in Texas. Same stuff and all over the nation, I would have to say. So it does matter. It does matter that you uh, learn about this type of stuff because it can happen to you. It's not one of those things where, well, it happened to somebody else. It didn't affect me, so I don't care. You know, that that's a BS attitude. Uh, independent of this obvious misapplication of statue, profiling incidents take many forms and impact a wide array of civil liberties. Civil liberties right now are under attack. My God, when I heard about that, uh, if you don't know or watch it, Mandalorian actress, she said some stuff on her Twitter a couple years ago. Well, the woke mob now canceled her. Disney canceled Disney subscription, okay? That's what I say. Uh, it's like you can't even talk the way you want to talk. Hey, just look at this show. I got to go to my own platform, my own radio station. It took a while to get that going, but I knew that I'd never be able to say what I actually want to say like I used to because of the way the platforms are going. It, it, it's unreal. And now let's talk about your civil liberties, man. You cannot tell me that they are not being eroded away. You cannot tell me that. You know... You're required to wear a mask wherever the hell you go now. And now they're saying this is going to last another year until everybody can get back to normal, which it's not gonna. Uh, right now, the strain, you're looking at freaking uh, different variances of it. It's just like, you know what, in this sense, that's how it is like the flu. Because every year when you get a flu shot, they are guessing what strain that they are going to give you a vaccination for. So now that you have the vaccination for one, doesn't mean it's going to work on a different strain. So you're losing civil liberties by having to wear a mask. 
Uh, the businesses are being forced to close. The kids are not in school. There is a lot of uh, Big Brother out there uh, getting on you. So that is just one example of how you're lo losing civil liberties. Club members with a legal license to carry have been arrested for possession of legal firearms simply for being a member of a motorcycle club. That's where that gang and uh, gang list comes from. Sad state of affairs. Uh, they've been stopped and threatened with jail if they didn't submit uh, to having every tattoo on their bodies photographed against their consent. <laughs> yes, they'll stop you. Okay, let's take tattoos. We got to get you into this uh, gang uh, list. And nobody's even doing nothing but wearing what they were wearing. They're calm. Unfortunately, the fact that these attacks on civil liberties impact well-established rights and fly in the face of well-known established judicial precedent has not been a deterrent to law enforcement. Of course. <laughs> Since when does law enforcement care about anything? Uh, so that is from Double D on uh, the Motorcycle Profiling Project. Again, that is an older type of deal. Uh, another one that I'd like to go over is a blueprint for successfully protesting a no motorcycle club color policy at some establishments. Uh, now, let's uh, get into the background here. Uh, he talks about the epidemic of uh, a no motorcycle club uh, colors nationwide. The act of law enforcement is uh, in uh, coercing private establishments to prohibit motorcycle club related clothing and paraphernalia. Uh, it has grown to or epidemic levels. It really has. Now, the background of this article again this is an older article uh lancaster county motorcycle club is a family friendly group using love of riding to help charities and benefits in the community they have never had any interactions with law enforcement and has references from many facilities facilities uh that hosted them uh, on August 15th of 2019, and this is something we covered, uh, they signed a rental contract with the Elks to hold their annual Halloween party to take place on the, you know, the 26th of 2019. They hired a band, planned on uh, renting a taxi for intoxicated drivers, had a motorcycle uh, trailer on standby the whole nine yards until the cops decided to get involved. That is when a board member of the Elks Lodge informed LCMC that their party was canceled at the behest of Lieutenant Christopher McKim. Yes, McKim under the color of state law in official capacity. He also was a member of the Elks Lodge, had several conversations with the board member and the president of the lodge advising them not to have the party because of possible ramifications that could happen from it. These are what these law enforcement officers are doing that are part of these fraternities, and that includes 
the American legions. You have law enforcement intentionally trying to sabotage events from or by motorcycle clubs. It's intentional. Intentional. Not cool at all, man. Not cool at all. Uh, and this is where, okay, say you're in Texas. This is what the cops go around saying and doing. McKim falsely claimed that LCMC had ties to a motorcycle gang and employed a scare tactic of asking the Lodge what they would do in the event something bad happened. <laughs> uh, that's unreal. What I see is the problem, again, is these cops, law enforcement, whatever you have, or if, you know, in my words, pricks, uh, they try to, uh, you know, pump up their peckers by, you know, hey, I got expert advice in this type of stuff. This ain't, you know, we don't want this. We don't want this to be the face. We're a family place. Well, you know what? Bikers have families too there, buddy. Club members have families too, buddy. <laughs> Interesting stuff. Now, how they pushed back was uh, the president of LCMC uh, made several phone calls to the president of the Elks Lodge, as well as to Lieutenant McKim, seeking an explanation as to why he would illegally influence a private business under the color of the law. After several days and multiple attempts unanswered, they contacted the NCOC. Uh, Double D called Lieutenant McKim and requested an interview. Initially, he stated that he did not have time and did not know what the questions were going to be in reference to. Uh, D informed him that he would be writing an article about his legal actions and would like to get quotes and or his side of the story. Once this information was presented, he made times. And then he started uh, backpedaling during the interview. He denied pressuring the Elks Lodge to cancel the event, stating that we, uh, then the police, just wanted them to be aware of the situation. Oh, really? Really? What was the situation, I asked? That's what I asked. He stated he had received information from other confidential sources that trouble can arise, not that it will arise. Oh, really? Hmm. So that's where they started uh, backpedaling. There was a meeting of the deal with the board of the Elks Lodge. Uh, they were educated and stuff. The party went down with no, uh, you know, stuff that the cops were saying that would happen. But again, these are just two articles and how MPP uh, lets us know the information and they fight in conduction with NCOC. Uh, really important to support their work. Really important. Now, we're going to go on to some biker news. Uh, 
Okay, I didn't switch the screen here for you guys. There we go. Up to Canada! Yes, Canada. Oh, Canada. They always play that before hockey games, man. It's pretty cool. Anyway, Montreal Gazette. Oh, Paul Cherry, man. He's always up on this stuff. Uh, founding member of the Montreal Hells Angels got turned down for parole, but gets COVID-19 vaccine instead. <laughs> Since he's in his late 70s, he says he probably won't follow the gang's rules requiring that members take part in long motorcycle rides. Uh, let's see here. Is that him? No, that's the Westies. Uh, being turned down for parole back in September came with a benefit for Michael uh, Langlis, one of the founding members of the Hells Angels in Montreal. Uh, ain't that where they like speak French and stuff? Because Hollywood ain't going to go there. Uh, while he wasn't allowed to leave uh, where he was incarcerated, he ended up being injected, rock and roll. Uh, he had a second hearing before the Parole Board of Canada on uh, Tuesday after the board's appeal section agreed last week that an error-in-law was made during his first hearing. Despite this, the board reached the same conclusion and rejected his request. Uh, quote, the board is of opinion that you do not have sufficient knowledge of your risk factors and that you do not have the tools to control risk situations. Uh, the board is also of the opinion that you have not uh, achieved the measurable and observable char changes required by law to grant you day or full parole at this stage in your sentence. So basically what I'm hearing there is the board says, hey, wait, you're 70 years old. You don't have sufficient knowledge of the risk factors for COVID-19, even though uh, that everybody around the friggin' world knows the friggin' risk and all that stuff. Uh, you know, it's just messed up, man. Uh, the decision reveals he's a member of the Hells Angels since 77, received the first dose of COVID-19 vaccine early in January. It was part of a pilot project launched by the Correctional Service of Canada. You know, always notice that, uh, yeah, uh -huh, they use prisoners and our soldiers and stuff just to freaking, uh, you know, with these uh, new drugs and stuff. Uh, long uh, time Hells Angels uh, biker killed an execution style shooting. Uh, that is where we got our title of the show for today by Peter Edwards. Uh, a long time Ontario Hells Angel was shot to death execution style in the parking lot garage of an apartment building on Danforth Avenue. Uh, Harry Lanus, uh, 47, was a full member of the Hells Angels uh, Simcoe South Charter and formerly with the Kensick Hells Angels. Uh, they were called to the address uh, at around 1024. He was found dead with multiple gunshot wounds in the parking uh, garage. He was unconscious when paramedics arrived and was pronounced dead at the scene. Uh, shell casings were found near the body, and police asked anyone with uh, security video to call investigators. No description of uh, the suspect at this point. Uh, he uh, narrowly escaped earlier uh, in another incident uh, two years ago while collecting illegal gambling revenues uh, in the same area where he was uh, slain. 
uh, he's had brushes with law back going back dead uh, decades so yeah looks like it's heating up there in old Canada uh, now a judge orders a single trial for four accused in the biker club beating case uh, this happened, uh, a man accused of beating the victim at uh, the Gatekeeper's Clubhouse up there. All these news from Canada, man. Holy cow, you guys are nuts up there. Uh, I guess you guys are getting cabin fever. Holy cow. Uh, four men and, with alleged ties to the outlaw motorcycle gangs are set to uh, trial this spring in Nova Scotia. Supreme Court on charges they viciously beat a man for stealing a vest and then left him in a pickup truck along the side of the highway. Oh, man, that ain't cool. Not cool at all. <laughs> uh, in the case, uh, now this had to do with, uh, let's see here, the justice uh, refusing to grant the severance request. Quote, in this case, I'm not convinced that the accused has established a threat to his interests or his constitutional rights. Well, you guys don't got many up there. Uh, that would clearly call for separate trials. So, yes, he uh, said, nope, ain't gonna happen. Uh, now, last story here. Two years in prison for a London man's plea to a 2019 shooting in MC Club initiation. This friggin' schluck or club, whatever the hell it is. Uh, it's one of the, I look at it, whatever. Anyway, this is not how you get in an MC, so don't ma let them make you uh, do, you know, think that uh, before I get into this. Uh, a 41-year-old uh, London man will serve two years in prison after pleading guilty to pulling the trigger in a motorcycle club initiation ritual. That killed a man. Uh, now, this, uh, according to, the, it happened uh, four years ago in Oklahoma uh, Department of Correction custody with two. Okay, here we go. Uh, he was called to a bar to meet with club members following the incident with Guftison. Uh, this happened with the Dead Man's Nomads Motorcycle Club. Uh, they said Brown and another club members were in a fight earlier in the night, and there was a suspicion that he could have been involved in causing the club members to be beaten up. The affidavit states he has been involved in other motorcycle clubs and was familiar with the discipline applied to disloyal club members. Uh, they were angry. Hmm. You know what? This is dumb. <laughs> this is dumb. Sorry, man. <laughs> it's like, really, man? Come on. It, enough. <laughs> Hi, I'm James Hollywood Montagari. Join me Monday through Friday for Motorcycle Mayhem Morning Show on YouTube Live, Facebook, and all major podcast platforms where we talk about all the major biker news going on in the scene. Rock on! Rock on, baby, rock on. Don't forget to go over to our Discord server. Man, is it freaking cool over there, man. We're getting all kinds of rooms going, all kinds of uh, different uh, activities. Everybody's talking, video chatting. It's pretty fun over there. Uh, MotorcycleMadhouseRadio.com. Don't forget to bookmark it. You can download the app over on Google Play and Apple and listen to the radio station over there. Again, as more I get uh, more information, uh, you know, 
on the shows that I want to do over on the radio station exclusively. I'll be letting you know. Give me about a week. Give me about a week. So with that, uh, I'll see you on Monday. You guys have a good one.